0: limited influence podcast episode 55 if you're an entrepreneur or business owner who's ready to position yourself as the trusted authority in your industry join my free facebook community for tips on how to build your brand join us now at your authority brand Hey everyone, Samantha Riley here and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Jessica Yarbrough. Jessica is the Mumpreneur Coach, a successful entrepreneur, marketing strategist and business coach. She helps women create high-end coaching programs so they can easily make five figures a month without working more than 20 hours a week. Her expertise includes being an accomplished branding strategy and digital marketing expert. She brings more than a decade of marketing experience to her coaching programs and as a single mother, her mission is to support Women with the tools, tactics, and resources to build a six figure business they can run from home. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thanks so much for having me, Samantha. It's going to be lots of fun, I can tell. Uh, You've got a lot of things happening there, but that's obviously a very brief intro. So I'd love it if you could share with us, give us a sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick.
1: Well, that's a great question. You know, I am definitely, like you mentioned before, a single mama out here, really working with other mothers who want to make an impact in the world, really want to share their gifts, their talents, but they don't have a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, my focus is all about high-end coaching. So how can you really deliver and create a, an outstanding program that's really going to create transformation in your clients' lives and sell that with a high dollar amount so that you can make the money that you desire without having to you know, work too hard?
0: Mm, mm, 'cause Because there's exactly what you said. As mothers, there's always a million things that need to be done, and normally have you know zero hours in your day. So, so squeezing it into a, you know a smaller amount of time sounds like a great idea.
1: Absolutely, and I feel like um, you know so many people want to start their own businesses, but they get caught up in the massive content production or building funnels and doing all these other things that might not yield the results they hope for versus really focusing on a high end product and delivering that, you know, it's much faster to to hit your income goals and a lot easier just to start to really build a presence in the marketplace.
0: Mm. So you help women to create their, their coaching programs. Who specifically do you serve? Who's the ideal client that you work with?
1: Uh, Oh, mostly are women. Many are mothers and they have a purpose. They have these gifts they want to share with the world. So, you know, maybe it's around health. You know, I have clients that are vegan health coaches or women that are um, helping other women uh, find purpose beyond motherhood or coaching people around self-love or around business or around heart-centered sales. So it can be really anything that you want to mentor people around. And again, it's taking them through a process of transformation that you're really branding as your signature system and then walking people through that process hand in hand.
0: Oh, I love that. So do you ever have people coming to you, because I get this question all the time, saying, I know that I want to do something, but I don't know what it is that I've got. And I, I believe that everyone has something that I can share. Do you help people to bring that out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. Everybody's got a gift to share. I think sometimes there's uncertainty and clarity around, you know, what I should offer. And then who am I? All, you know, all of those fears that come up yeah. when we're really pushing the boundaries and the edges of, of who we've been up into this point And we want to step into that greater version of ourselves. So most people come saying, look, I know I have all these things that I want to share. I'm not sure exactly how to put a framework around that, or I have three or four or five different ideas. I'm not sure which one I should focus on. So, that's really the first deep dive that we do because you have to have a clear vision in order to to realize that. And And that's the first process we do go through.
0: Totally. So, if there's someone that's listening right now that's thinking, oh, I'd really love to do something, but I don't know what it is. What's maybe some tips that you could give them for a way of working through what it is that that they could start to explore around sharing. Yeah, there's a couple of different
1: things. I mean, one you want to look at your passions, what do you what do you love doing if you could feel spend all day you know, helping somebody do something, what would that be? And then you also want to look at your actual skill set. So, you know, what skills have you attained in your life? Is it about, you know, compassionate listening? Is it your leadership ability? Is it, are you a visionary? Are you an implementer? And so the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that can really marry their passions and their skills to make a profitable business.
0: I love that you touched on skills then because I've notice people talking a lot just about the passion but Mm, we actually need skills to back that up you can't just (laughs) teach passion alone Absolutely. It's one of
1: my pet peeves. And I, I write about it quite frequently. I say passion does not equal profit. Passion plus skills plus strategy equals profit. Yeah. So um, you, do, you do have to have both. And so you, you've got to be passionate about it. You can be really great. You can have a great skill at something. But if you're not passionate about it, you're going to lose that fuel to the fire of your business, which you need to be an entrepreneur. You know, at the same time, like you mentioned, if you have a passion, but there's no skills with it, you're never going to be able to sell it. So you've got to merge both. And we we have these innate gifts that we're born with that sometimes we don't even recognize as our gifts because they're so natural. So look at those things, you know, the one, the things that people maybe will come to you all the time and say, can you help me with this? Because you're just so good at it. You're like, sure. Uh, And then also look at the skills that you've attained, you know, even throughout your career or life situations that you've been through. I tell women this all the time, you know, if you've been through motherhood, you know, you've been through the birthing process or raising children, there's a whole other set of gifts that come with that. Mm. You know, same thing if you're somebody that was severely overweight and you took charge of your health and your diet and your exercise regime, now you have a skill set that you can you know, share with other people. Mm. So, your life experiences are part of those skills that you attain along the way.
0: Yeah. But you did say something just uh, a couple of minutes ago, which was around your genius zone, like the things that you find easy. And I just wanted to touch on that quickly because what I find with a lot of people that their, their genius zone or the thing that they find comes to them so easily, it's almost like they don't recognize that thing because it comes to them so easily. They don't rec- realize that it's hard for other people. Is that something that you've noticed as well? I
1: mean, absolutely. It's, it, it is so effortless, right? So it's mm. like, oh, this is nothing. And so you start to devalue some of your greatest assets. So that can be a trap for a lot of people again, the fear can come up. It's like, well, this isn't that cool. Anybody can do it. So you start to devalue it or you say, you know, even if you recognize it as a gift, you might think, there's all these other people already out there doing it. Why Mm. do I need to do it? Mm. So again, you have to be very mindful when you're wanting to start a business and you keep hitting those roadblocks, which are part of the human condition, which is fear. They're very much fear-based. And so really recognizing the unique gifts that you bring to the world. Not everyone is a visionary, visionary. Not everyone is like a ninja marketer. Now everyone is great at optimization, right? Everybody has their unique gifts and so really owning them and owning the value and recognizing just how how much you bring to the world. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be key for you to leverage that, right? You've gotta have you've gotta be
0: confident around it. Totally. I remember being with a friend once and, you know, I was in a transition period in my business and we were sitting there having coffee and he said, Sam, what is it that you do like that's a nine or a ten out of ten? And I started to really break down. And when we worked out what it was, it's something that I had never, ever recognized that that was my genius zone because I just thought that everyone did that thing. So that's why I wanted to touch on it because once I had uncovered that, it made it so much easier to see how I could use that skill and plug it into different um, in different avenues, I guess. So, uh, you know, asking yourself, well, what, are, what am I a, an 8 or a 9 or a 10 out of 10 at, is a great place to start, I believe.
1: I love that. And just imagine if the world would, if we would just focus on our zone of genius. And that's all we did. And we weren't trying to run around doing all the other different things out there that maybe we're not as good at. And so that makes us feel like we're not worthy, right? Or we're not Mm -hmm. successful. Mm -hmm. Imagine if everybody could just focus their business on their zone of genius, like how much more advanced our world would be, how much more fulfilled we would be as humans as well.
0: Absolutely. And when we're fulfilled and when we're happy and peaceful and Passionate and all the good things, you know, how, what ripple effect does that have on the people around you, you know, your family, your children, your partner, your clients? It's just, it, it changes the way everything flows. Totally. Mm. Mm. So is, I'd love you to share, like, was this your first business, Jessica? How did you come into being a mumpreneur coach? Well,
1: um, I was, I guess, a natural born entrepreneur and leader. You know, I managed many companies when, I was younger, and I built several startups, and I had my own consulting business. And then I walked away from it all to become a yoga teacher and follow a real spiritual path and of healing on myself and others. And I did that for four years. And completely stepped out of the marketing world. And then I got pregnant with my daughter and became a single mom and was like, Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no more playtime anymore. I mean, it's time to get serious and, and create the kind of life that I really wanted for her. And so I started building my consulting business from the ground up and had a lot of success. And you know, I've always been a teacher and uh, I had a lot of women coming to me saying, please help me build my business.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, how do you do it? And, and that's where coaching really came hand in hand
0: mm. with that. So it was a real journey of just transformation and you allowed yourself to, to go where it was that you needed to go. So from your first startup to this current business that you're in, was there a different feeling? in going into that business in relation to the fears, the excitement, what you had to work through? Or was it easier, you know, this last time? Can you take us on that journey?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was so excited with my first startup, because I had actually written a business plan. And then I met a man with the key, meaning like he had the money to investors and all of this. So that was really exciting. And, you know, um, and I was doing it with a lot of people. So there was a different energy to it. You know, when I built my company again, I was in a very vulnerable place and I was alone as a single mother. But I will say that I was much more sure of myself and I was doing it from I was doing it my way, I guess, if you will. You know, it wasn't me sacrificing all my time and commuting and, you know, sitting in meetings and traveling, you know, and staying in hotels, it was me birthing my version of what my ultimate like business is. And, you know, one that is something that is aligned with my heart mission, one where I set my own hours, one where I, you know, work from home and I have the time with my daughter. So it was a different quality. And I feel like I don't think I could have created that in my twenties. Mm-hmm. I think I did need to go on that that journey of like self-love and and understanding and the wisdom that just comes with you know, age, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, what are you willing to put up with? And then you get older, you're like, I'm I'm not going to put up with that. And this is what's real, what's really important for me. And I'm going to build a business around my life rather than, building a business to get to the lifestyle I want, if that makes sense. Oh, my
0: goodness. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, you you were in a, a vulnerable place and, and I'd like to tap into this a little bit because sure. this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. That, you know, it, even though you were very sure of yourself, you were still on your own. You were still looking after, you know, a, a little human being that needed you. So, you know, you were there for her as well. So, you had to be there for yourself, for her, for your daughter for your business, what were the boundaries that you came up against? But you know, being in that vulnerable place the the times where you thought, Oh, my goodness, like, even though you were sure of yourself, I'm sure were there times where you just went, Oh, my goodness, I just, I don't know if I can do this, or I'm really not enjoying this. Definitely. I mean, just the whole first
1: phase of having a newborn, you know, um, I, you know, I wasn't as sure as of myself as I am now, of course, I mean, I was vulnerable because I had been out of the game, so to speak for four years. And there were definitely times where I was like, what am I doing? And I know that my family were like, you should just get a job. And I knew that wasn't going to work for me. So I was committed to my vision. And I knew like, you know, you're either building someone else's dream, or you're building yours. Mm -hmm. And so I've done I've been around and long enough to know that that wasn't going to work for me. But definitely, there were challenges, you know, just With feeling overwhelmed and like, how am I going to take care of this little creature that's like so dependent on me and then build this business. And so, you know, those are the times that are the process of transformation, you know, that's walking through the fire. And, you know, if you can just come, if you can have the courage to walk through the fire when you come out the other side, that's where your success is waiting for you. Mm -hmm. And I think some people get scared at that point and they either give up or they do something else. And then... They never really grow as a, a person. You know, then they're stuck in the same situation with unable to pay their bills or, you know, hating the job they're in or whatever. So you have to walk through the fire. It doesn't matter if you're a mom or not. You know, that was just a double dose of yeah, flames, I think. Absolutely. But, you know, you've still got to walk through the fire and it is a transformational journey. I always say entrepreneurship is like the biggest personal development journey you can go on right because you're going to learn a lot about yourself and you know what your fears and insecurities are what your strengths are how you really operate under stress how you operate when a client pulls out or doesn't pay the bill or that sort of thing mm. it's a
0: lot yeah totally and and during that time when you when you did hit a boundary edge what, what did you tap into to push through? Was that, was that people around you? Was that, you know, did you have manifestations? Like what was your go-to thing?
1: Definitely um, would be my, my physical and spiritual practice. So, you know, getting out in nature and, and really seeing that how small we are and how much bigger the world is around us. And also just being able to see that there is a divine order in nature. And so that there is a divine order in our lives, some, a bigger, a bigger, I guess, spirit or energy at play, however you want to look at it. And, um and yeah, and then just getting on my mat, getting out of my head and into my body and being able to really feel into the fact that, you know what, maybe this is just a hump in the road and something bigger is waiting on the other side. And I can share an example. It, you know I had a client who i we were building his businesses this is when I had my my digital marketing consulting firm and um when he we were in the getting ready to launch his business and he suddenly went into fear and he pulled out and he contracted with another company because they had a famous person around it. And he ended up backing out of that as well. And I was just totally freaked out because that was a huge source of my income. Mm -hmm. And and it also become, you know, like a friendship. You know, I'd worked with him for a year and it was in the middle of a launch. So and I remember just being so distraught about it, but knowing and trusting that like something has got to be, you know, waiting for me on the other side of this. And if it wasn't for that, that that he was really the catalyst for me saying, you know what? I'm I'm going to focus solely on coaching now. And then I was able to generate, you know, three times the monthly income or four times the monthly income from that one contract just by transitioning into coaching and doing something that I enjoy more. So, um it's amazing, but of course when you're in it,
0: yeah. It doesn't feel good at all. No, it's know? a totally different feeling, isn't it? Yeah. But I think looking back is um and and taking the learnings from it And using them to help you move forward instead of getting stuck in your story is so powerful, so powerful and helps you to move forward and, you know, come out the other side. And and like you said, most of the time, better off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There is something better waiting for you on the other side. And it's like they say you can't see the forest for the trees. So you just have to
0: keep walking. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Jessica, how important has it been to build your personal brand coming into the coaching space? Oh, it's been huge. You know, I, I
1: was very behind the scenes and even quiet with when I was, uh, my digital marketing consulting business and just really had to step into the stop, the spotlight full on to accelerate my coaching business. And it's been phenomenal. I've, you know, been extremely blessed in the amount of opportunities that have come my way and I've been very well received. And it's just, it's, it's a blessing to say, to see. You know, when you brand yourself and when you put yourself out there and when you are in alignment with what you were supposed to be doing, just how powerful that is, how much momentum starts to build up.
0: Mm. I actually heard something the other day. I'm just going to zip it in here because uh, it, it adds on to what you were saying. Was it someone um, said, you know, do you want to be like famous? Do you like Oprah? Like, you know, people that are right out there. And most people in the room said no, that they didn't. And then this – I can't even remember who it was. He asked the question, who's here to make an impact? And everyone put it their hands. And he said, well, you can't make an impact without people knowing who you are. And I thought that mm. that was really powerful, the way that he put that, because it's so true, you know. How many people, you know, Oprah and um, oh, just –
1: Tony Robbins, Tony all those thank people. You. Ellen. Tony
0: Robbins. <laughs> Ellen. Ellen is amazing, you know? Yeah. They're out there and they they're able to share their message because people know who they are.
1: Yeah, you've got to put yourself out there and I think that's another fear that comes out, like the fear of being seen, right? And what will people think? And I know this sometimes comes up with my clients, like, what are they gonna think when I tell them I charge five thousand dollars? And it's like it doesn't matter. <laughs> you exactly. Know? You you can't let these things stop you because like you said, if your vision is to make a huge impact in the world, you're gonna have to put yourself out there on stage. And it's another thing I think around money too. Sometimes people are afraid to say, you know, I I want money because mm. they think it's a bad thing, right? Mm. So it's mm-hmm. the same thing. You've gotta put yourself out there and, you know, in order to realize those goals, it's the only way to do it. And, and I told this to my client on the phone today. I was like, no one's going to market you for you, mm. you know, I mean, unless you're on down the line doing a bunch of affiliate stuff and to that point. But for the most part, no one's going to sit out there and be your cheerleader. You have to constantly put yourself out there and continue to lead with value. So that, you know, you are, because you are ultimately your own best marketing asset, right? Mm -hmm. Who can market you better than you? Exactly. So,
0: yeah, so true. So if there was, what were the three things that you feel had the greatest impact in the growth of your personal brand? Hmm. I would say, you mean things I've actually done like strategy wise? It could be whatever you've you've done that you feel that has taken your personal brand to the next level.
1: Hmm. I think one would be, like I just mentioned before, leading with value. Mm -hmm. So not coming from a place of, of sell, sell, sell. In fact, I realized that I have not even offered up a discovery sessions on my personal Facebook profile or in my group in, I don't even know months. And that's something that I could do because I'm not used to selling. I'm used to leading with value and, and allowing the, the sales to come to me. Mm -hmm. So that, that was definitely a shift. Another one was, you know, having a kick-ass branding photo shoot. I think it's, really powerful and i think people dismiss uh personal branding a lot they don't want to put themselves out there they don't want to spend the money but you know what it makes a big difference especially if you're going to sell high end products mm-hmm. you know and services you've got to have a brand that matches what you're selling right Spoiling. um and then another one was just uh hiring my team so they've been really phenomenal and having the means to do that now and scale them as well to you know, build my website, build my funnels, you know, um, build my Facebook group, that sort of thing. So that's been really huge for growing my personal brand.
0: Yeah, they're awesome, great. So, what are you most excited about in your business now, Jessica? What have, what have you got coming up that can whet our appetites?
1: I am very excited to announce the launch of my high ticket mastery program, which is starting in July, and it's a program, it's a five month mentorship. Where I'm walking women through the process of, you know, honing their vision, creating their signature program, you know, being able to articulate the transformation, you know, mastering the sales process, mastering digital marketing, webinars, list building, email marketing, all of that stuff. So it's a, it's a really well rounded program and it's perfect for anybody who is an aspiring coach or maybe an established coach that you know, isn't quite at the income level they want to be at to accelerate their business to the next level.
0: Oh, sounds exciting. Sounds lots of fun. And I'm sure there's lots of people here that 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 sounds exciting too. So with everything that we've chatted about today, and we've chatted about a a ton of things, I can't believe how much we've covered in such a short amount of time. What's one thing that you would like to leave our listeners with and just to tie up what we've spoken about today? I would say,
1: if you're thinking or hesitant about starting your own business, you know, to just let that shit go. I mean, honestly, (laughs) because I feel like the theme that's coming up in this conversation is just the human spectrum of fear, right? And it's like so many things are going to can, you know, so many of these thoughts can come into your mind. You know, who am I? I'm not the expert. I can't charge this. I can't do this. You know, I don't have the time. I don't have the money, whatever, all of these excuses. And they really are just thoughts. So if the fear is coming up and you doubt yourself even for a moment, let that shit go. Take a deep breath, you know, get some help. Hire a coach who's been there and who who can help show you the way and shepherd you into creating the life that you really want.
0: Beautifully wrapped up. Thank you so much, Jessica. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you today. What's the best way for my listeners to stay connected with you? Uh, check me out on my
1: website, jessicayarbro.com, or find me on Facebook, The Mompreneur Mastermind Group.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jessica. And um, I look forward to chatting with you again sometime soon. Sounds great. Thank you. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner who's ready to position yourself as the trusted authority in your industry, join my free Facebook community for tips on how to build your brand. Join us now at Your Authority Brand. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.